Warning. Missing save form. Hey, it's Bernsey. And I'm Paul. And this is The Missing Save File, a video game podcast where we talk about the games we somehow missed the first time around. Yeah, and today we're going to be talking about uh, Super Baseball 2020. Let's play ball! And Paul, normally this is the part where like I have a like typed out intro that I do, but I I tried a couple of different cracks at Super Baseball 2020 and I just I couldn't get anything that felt really right. So do you mind taking a swing at uh, at this one at setting the stage for us? Yeah, I did. I also got a memo from the Bureau of Podcasts. Uh, if you could hear this, this ticking clock, um, our last podcast was so long and they said this one has to be a lot shorter. So, Aha. Um, yeah, this is a very real and entirely not made up entity. <laughs> the, uh, the, the, yeah, is that the, an international Bureau of Podcasts? I have the, the memo right here. Okay, yep. <laughs> Well, yeah. we, we can't dispute Obviously, that. Obviously, paper, I can't, you can't dispute the sound of paper. It's proven. It's proven. So, um, according to Wikipedia, Super Baseball 2020 <laughs> is a futuristic baseball, you know, well, is a futuristic baseball video game. That, then that's it. That's, that's all it. you need to know. There's some <laughs> citations for that. Uh, four of them, actually. <laughs> Just in case you were like, wait a minute. Uh, I need to see some I don't believe here. that. So I I had not ever heard of this game. And I, and I have to ask you a philosophical question. Oh, I, I would love it if this one was very philosophical. <laughs> when, when we started the endeavor of the podcast, uh, what does video games we missed the first time around mean to you? <laughs> yeah, um, that's, a, that's a good philosophical question, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think, uh, I think, well, you did miss this one. You I, sure did. I sure did. I sure did. Now, if someone you meet says, hey, you remember that weird robot baseball game? You could say, yeah, I played that. Well, I won't instinctively respond with, you mean Base Wars for the NES? <laughs> and they'll so be fair. like, no, the no. other one. Super Baseball 2020, obviously. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> I, um, this was, this was kind of a trip. Like, uh, so Super Baseball 2020, I played the SNES version. Um, as, as did I. Yeah. Yeah. And you had this cartridge, right? Yeah. So I remember, I mean, I don't know what year it would have been that the SNES version came out in 93. Um, so, you know, I probably played it in three or four or five or somewhere like that. Um, I don't know. I was, you know, a kid and I have no idea how this cartridge ended up being a cartridge that I owned if I was at a store and was like, Oh, this is on sale or like someone, I, I have no idea why I would have picked this out, but robot baseball, I guess. I mean, um, you know, when you look at um, like, I, I looked at the box art here and I'll probably try to find the SNES box art to, to attach to this episode. Yeah. 
Um, you know, it checks a lot of boxes for kiddom, right? Where yeah. it's like, I mean, you know, kids, if, if A, if you like baseball, okay, cool. Um, but B, it looks like, I mean, there's like a lot of bright colors and there's a guy diving for home at what seems like supersonic speed. And then there's there's a robot with Johnny Five comes alive tread wheels uh, playing. Yeah, it's catch. checking a lot of boxes. Yeah. Um, yeah. This was also, I mean, I played a lot of baseball as a kid. This was kind of peak baseball, maybe. <laughs> Sure. Um, so, yeah, this checked a lot of boxes. Were you were you a science fiction uh, fan as a kid as well? Oh, yeah, sure. OK, so, so I mean, this is probably those two things, right? If you were into baseball and you were into sci fi and you walk into the store and there's like, hey, Super Baseball 2020. Uh, yes, please. Sign me yeah, up. Sure. Yeah. OK. I'm, I'm beginning to learn a lot about uh, <laughs> young Paul at this point. Yep. Um, so I also I did not expect this. While playing this on Twitch, I had people in the Twitch chat saying, which version is this? I could not believe the number of people <laughs> in your chat who had played this game. <laughs> it was um, it, it was it was a little astounding. Like, I expected it to be this night where I, I booted up this game and, and was constantly barraged with. Well, what the heck is this? And, and instead, there were people like, oh, is this the SNES port? Uh, oh, it's probably lacking this. And like mm -hmm. there were features that were present in. um. I guess the Neo Geo version was what, uh, you know, a lot of people played, you know, arcade wise. And so yep. this is like the port of the Neo Geo arcade uh, version. Um, and then there was a Neo Geo home console, right? I think uh, I'm, I'm dating myself. Yeah, I mean, maybe I, I didn't. I didn't have one of those. I think it. I oh, no, 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 no. So Genesis. So too. Neo Geo. Yes, there was a Genesis version. So Neo Geo was a cartridge based arcade system. Okay. Uh, and there was a home video game. Yeah, yeah, console yeah. yeah, yeah. Released. Oh, yeah. man. Do you remember those? Remember those cabinets, the Neo Geo cabinets where they'd have like four games up at the top that they'd like uh, the, the little pl uh, placards for them. They would swap in and out. Yes. Yes. And um, at the time, that was a huge deal for people who ran arcades, too, because um, I, if yeah, I'm remembering yeah. correctly, these were the ones where you could literally like it was a main board and you could yeah. just plunk yeah. in and plunk out the cartridge. So basically, if you just rebranded the cabinet, you know, you can. Yeah, I mean, it was like having a, a SNES or a Genesis in there and just dropping in yep. a new cart. Yep. So. Yep, exactly. So. So, yeah, lots of people were like, oh, what version is this? And I'm like, this, I don't know, man, I'm playing SNES. <laughs> baseball. So it's, it's, it's baseball. It's the baseball version. <laughs> the the thing, the thing that I like that I was trying to wrap my head around is there there were there were some design choices with the game that like looking back on it were probably fine in the early nineties. But like now I found incredibly frustrating. Like one of them was like where your fielders are in any given time. Like apparently the CPU fielders were just everywhere. I was hitting the ball. Um, and like my dudes, like I couldn't tell where they were until basically the ball was like landing. And the AI had this habit of like taking control of your fielders and then walking them to a certain point and then just like letting go. And they're like, why aren't you running, buddy? And it's like, yeah, they'll, if you do nothing, they'll walk them to the corner of the screen. So, you know, like all fielders will run towards the screen. Yep. I guess. And then once you have control, then they'll stop. So you just kind of got to watch the edges of the screen. Yeah. Which is the thing I was not prepared for. Uh, and that led to some frustration, at least yeah. initially. You also weren't jumping to catch every fly ball. Nope. Or which, sliding. Which right? was a, another pro tip that I got from from Twitch chat. Because um, yep. that's slides and jumps get you extra cash. Get you that cash. And gotta like, get the cash. Gotta get the robot arms. <laughs> and it's really all about, like, what's weird about this game is that, like, 
I feel like it probably would have benefited from being like a persistent type thing, right? That like over the course of time, you spend some cash and just upgrade your team over a season, but it's really yeah, game yeah. by game, right? Like that's how it works. Yeah. And the, yeah, because they're, the, they're leveling to certain levels. And um, I, I think one of the things that is not uh, intuitive for the, and I don't think you picked up on, but wasn't important in the games you had played um, is that those, um, those upgrades also repair if things are going wrong. So like if you have a robot that's short circuiting or something like oh. that and you upgrade them, that upgrade oh. fixes them essentially so okay okay because that makes sense because i'm looking at the power-up list now and it's like the power-ups are are this hitting fielding pitching which all makes sense but then robot robot yeah because the robots can only be upgraded as robots they can't you can't put in a pitching arm on a robot you just yeah. upgrade a robot <laughs> which if you think about it is really like so now what i want to know with like uh we're recording this podcast a few days uh, ahead of the launch of cyberpunk 2077 what what does this mean because like i would think robots would be much more modular than people but apparently they're taking the like nobody like we're gonna rip off that human arm and we're gonna put on a robot arm so like apparently humans can be just like chopped apart <laughs> and, and upgraded so, piece by I piece so. uh, but I, I don't i don't think you had it happen either um well, because one of the games you played is a full robot team. Yes. Um, so when I went back to play this, I played as uh, the Naples Seagulls. Go, go Gulls. Go Gulls, baby. That's um, a, yeah. Okay. Because I was like, I don't think I've ever played as that team. <laughs> sure. <laughs> they were pretty good. They were a good mix of uh, good mix of stuff. Um, but if you put a like a hitting arm on someone and then they, you know hit for a while or get tired or whatever their their arm will start to short out and eventually blow up <laughs> oh so the implication so not just the robots if you give someone a robot arm that'll start to blow up so interesting so so basically you're committing at that point once once you send them down the cyborg path the cyborg path yeah you're you're committing to basically like maintaining their machine parts as if they were a robot yeah, yeah. it's a lot cheaper to keep upgrading that stuff though so true true but yeah i um my first game was abysmal. I did. I did. Pretty, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. I, I just got shellacked. Um, my second game, I was. Uh, you said your favorite team, right? Which was the uh, the brains. Uh, what, yeah, uh, I think as a kid, I played a ton of mechanical brains. Mechanical brains. So like, yeah. So I was like, man, give me that robot team. So yeah, I had I known that like the cash could upgrade and then save the robots, I probably would have saved more of that because it's it's pricey though. It's pricey to upgrade those robots. By the end of the game, I was down to so like. <laughs> Yeah, I, you did. Yeah. I took such an incredible lead, like my first time as the mechanical brains. And I think it was because I was just celebrating the fact that like the team was kind of OP, like out of the game. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but then like. And they started exploding. They all started exploding, <laughs> like one after the other after the other. And like this is it's such a goofy game because it, um, you know, it's arcade roots are clearly showing. Right. Because oh, yeah, yeah. it's just um, it's balanced in that way as to make it feel like it's trying to pull quarters from you, even though you're, you know, you're playing it at home um but i i could actually see like in in my head i was like playing with this where i was like if there was like an actual 2020 version of this released not 1993 or 94's take on 2020 and i guess the original game dates back to 91 i feel like there's a lot of things you could tweak for this and actually make it kind of fun um sure i mean with just like a little bit of modernization and, and it, it kind of made me think too i'm like god what a drought we're really in for actual fun baseball games um you know because we basically have like mlb the show 
Um, and we've got like yeah, a, some officially like, licensed games and stuff, but those are like, Lee Carvello's hitting challenge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The uh, because nobody wants Bone Storm. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I just like I think a lot of baseball games skew towards realism. Um, yeah. And yeah. You know, I really miss kind of the goofy takes on on sports games like this. Um, I think the closest we've had to like a real arcadey, like mainstream big release would be like Mario Baseball. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I can't remember the last time we had a mainline entry into Mario Baseball. I don't think we've had one for Switch yet, have we? No, I don't think so. No. Uh, have you ever That's played? Yeah. Have you played the? Um, it's available on Xbox. Um, for Xbox One. Um, it was a downloadable title, and I think it was even a free game. Um, there was Super Mega Baseball, and then there was Super yeah. Mega Baseball Two. I played the first one, and it. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't check the boxes for me. I guess. I think that one was a little too arcadey and just like yeah. a little too silly. Um, and and I, I don't know, like while I was playing this game, like, to, you know, towards the end of it, I was like, OK, I get it. <laughs> you know, right. And I was <laughs> yep, like, yep, I was yep. ready to set it aside. <laughs> but I have come back to it in the last couple of days. And I'm like, God, I, I might pick it back up again and just goof around with it because it was pretty fun. Um, but I think it's that kind of fun where like you do, you pick it up and you play it for a little bit. And then like it gives you that password screen. And then Mm -hmm. it's like, if you want to continue your season, come back to it, which also I found really interesting. It is um, in my mind, I had remembered a lot more SNES games having a battery save than actually do. Um, Yeah, not many. Not Not many many. really did. Yeah, like a lot of the big mainline Nintendo games eventually adopted the battery save. You know, you've got your Link to the Pasts and you've got your Super Metroids and and that kind of stuff. But like you have all these other games and and then you realize like it cost them money to put a battery save on the cartridge. And that's just why they didn't do it. Um, And so, yeah, in my head, I was like, God, another password SNES game. But I, you know, I might pick this one back up again. It is it is kind of goofy and it is kind of fun and i'll probably show it to my kid because i think he'll get a kick out of it you could you could do a two-player you know it does have couch co-op right yeah okay well not co-op i mean it's competitive well couch competitive yeah sure yeah yeah um Hmm. yeah it's yeah how much of how much of this did you play when you when you played for for this podcast oh when i picked it up again so i just played a game or two okay um and I was like, oh, yeah, this is this is how I remember it. Um, actually, the first thing. So I was like, boy, is it going to be harder than I remember? Um, the first batter that I got up, um, the I, I hit like a random foul. And then the second swing of the bat I took, I hit a, a straight home run. I was like, oh, OK, <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess I remember how to play this. That muscle memory um, is uh, is still strong. And then it, it took a long time to get another home run. But um I think one of the other things that's interesting about this game is, you know, the home runs are only the, that, that dead straight center field. Yes. And the, a lot of what would be foul, right. Any, everything past third base uh, off to the side is not. Um, and so, uh, you know, a good strategy is really trying to hit those, like those, you know, 20 degrees off of the third baseline, what would be foul balls, uh, kind of into that back corner where yep. you don't have to worry about um, somebody catching it. Well, and that was, that was my, probably the source of my greatest success was when I was playing the mechanical brains on that second game. That's all I was doing like all yeah. game. And it's, it's weird because like the areas where it would be like out in the stands, there's this weird, like blue plexiglass <laughs> yep, yep. looking stuff that it just bounces off of. Clink, 
clank, 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 <laughs> clank. And eventually when I figured out how to properly advance the runners and like, it's a different button to advance the runner on a base yeah, than it yeah, is to recall them, you know, and I had to figure that out. Yeah. It doesn't really use many buttons. No. Um, it's all D pad and which, which makes sense, right? If you're playing a Neo Geo machine in an arcade, right. Um, they're not trying to throw a whole bunch of complex stuff at you. They're trying to get you to put quarters in the machine. So, yes. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was interesting. I, um, but again, it comes back to that philosophical question of, uh, you know, I, I, <laughs> what I, I try to think of an appropriate like example to frame where my headspace was after I played this and after you suggested it to me. And it's like, it's like belonging to a book club and somebody recommends that you read that month highlights for kids. <laughs> you know, like it was a it's a palate cleanser. <laughs> okay. The palate cleanser. <laughs> I got it. Okay. Um, you know, yeah, I was just maybe a little taken aback by it just because I'm like, well, this is an interesting experience. Like, <laughs> I don't I don't think this is a game that like I would ever turn to somebody and say, Oh, you simply must play Super Baseball 2020. But I do think uh for this podcast. And for like the purposes of Twitch, like it, it was an interesting like sidetrack. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, to one of your earlier points too, I think it, it is an interesting idea that um, we're not only in a drought of baseball games, I think, but in, um, in this sort of, in the nineties, certainly there were tons of video games that were like, Hey, this one takes place in the <laughs> the 2020s or like 2000 XX or like 2000, x and um just all these like near yeah. future games yeah um and, and there's big ones right there's like cyberpunk um is the the obvious one that comes to mind but other than that like there aren't that many there, there's not a super baseball 2049 right which would be the 29 years from now yeah. instead of the 29 years ago um and like you said you know if, if you sat down to write a super baseball 2049 and like put in the right sort of, you know, cyberpunky elements um, that you could, you know, <laughs> you could take one of your players and be like, you have a cyborg arm now um, <laughs> with all that comes with that. Yep. Um, build in more of that like RPG element of, you know, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. There's lots you could do with it. And yeah. it's strange that we don't have those sort of games. It doesn't feel like we have those sort of like near future games as much anymore. Did, did we just plant the seed for somebody to take this and run with it and make it be like an indie sports title? I mean, TM, 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 super baseball, 20, uh, 40, <laughs> 2049, TM, 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 TM. I, I used to work with a guy who, when we were discussing things and then we would arrive at something that's like, why hasn't anybody done this? Uh, he would turn to me with an absolutely like, stone cold stern like look on his face and he would be like you know what you just did you started a race to the patent office and then he would like yeah. run out of the room <laughs> i think i mean we've got we've got smart people uh that that follow this and uh you know somebody write base super baseball 2049 do it you cowards come on <laughs> do it i i mean i would play the hell out of that i think like right i think i would play the hell out of that too yeah that sounds that sounds like just a good time um yeah, so exactly. if anybody's listening um you heard paul's uh 55 tms that he dropped in there <laughs> so you obviously need to to talk rights with us but then you you know once we work something out let's let's make uh super baseball 2049 happen because yeah 
I mean, everything, like all the groundwork is laid here. You know, the the slightly dystopian ideals of an <laughs> underperforming player having their arm robbed from them so that it can be replaced with a robot arm. Um, you know, dystopic robots that apparently blow up before the entire game is done. Um, you know, all that stuff just is a real springboard into <laughs> taking it to the next level of what we think 2049 would be like. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and to your point about the battery saves, right? Having even just having things be persistent across games, um, right? That really starts to screw with how complex of a password system you need. But yes. you know, if you don't have to worry about that, then that sort of persistence is is not challenging. You've just saved all kinds of effort that way, for sure. Um, and just having like just a real, you know, because to think about it, like baseball fans at their core love stats, right? Like baseball is stats, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. So fleshing that out and, and maybe even giving it deeper stats and then, you know, more widgets and things that you can buy to upgrade and tweak, you know, individual player stats. And then, um, you know, having uh, a club that can be upgraded just over seasons even. Um, I mean, God, that, that in and of itself is just like, it's numbers, right? It's numbers yeah, that yeah, you can yeah. then focus on, tweak, improve, and then, you know, that's that's an rpg nerds dream yeah that is that is final fantasy tactics is what you're describing right it's baseball tactics it's baseball tactics 2049 (laughs) (laughs) is what it is um yeah i mean there's there's a lot of potential here so you know in a way like while i was while i was experiencing this again i was just like what what exactly are we playing like right now because i (laughs) i really didn't other than like spinning up the cartridge uh to make sure that it worked you know i i did not dive into this at all until I, I went into it on Twitch. So I was a hundred percent blind. And I think that was the way to experience it. Um, and I had fun with it and apparently other people did too. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. Which, which was, yeah. uh, was exciting. So, um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know if I have too much else to say about super baseball 2020, but it was, uh, it was a good time. I'm, I'm glad we, uh, I'm glad we played it, even though it was in, in the moment I was like, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> Checked all the boxes. That's right. So do you have any closing thoughts for Super Baseball 2020? You said everything, you know, I got nothing else. Okay. Yeah. I'm just looking. (laughs) What else is there to say? I'm looking through all the credits and I was like, you know, if I do go back to this, it's like, man, you make a ton of cash for home runs. Um, Yeah. You know, because I I didn't accumulate much cash. (laughs) Do you know the one thing you didn't do that I found myself doing pretty instinctively? What's that? um, Is if the pitcher uh, like the, the, the CPU pitcher will like move to different sides of the mound. Um, and if they move to the side of the mound that you're on, right. So if they move to the left for a right-handed batter, um, yeah. you, you got to crowd the plate, um, and just take one in the back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's, that's the pro you can basically stand on the plate. <laughs> and, uh, and if you get hit, it's still a base, uh, and a grand, I think is what you get for getting hit. So, well, that's that's what I need to do next time, apparently. So yeah, that'll be the next time I spin up Super Baseball 2020. No, I, I just I don't know. I, I think I didn't play much baseball as a kid, but I mean, I do remember getting, you know, don't crowd the plate uh, yelled <laughs> at me a bunch. So I think maybe that that was just instinctive. Uh, but apparently in the future, you take one for the team and you get a thousand <laughs> bucks and that's how you baseball. So. All right. Well, we're going to take a unless you're a robot and then sometimes you explode <laughs> and sometimes you explode. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, I believe it is my turn to pick. Um, So I will select uh, a game for us to play. Uh, Don't go anywhere. This is the missing save file. 
This is the missing save file. I'm Bernsey. And I'm Paul. And now's the time where we pick the next game that we're going to play. Um, I, I'm having a real hard time with this one, Paul, because we have we've got lists and we've got have like lists on top of lists because it's like we have the lists of the games that we've played. We have the lists of games that like Paul, you have is like, I think we should play. Uh, I've got a list of stuff that like I think we should play and like the very nature of like unplayed games, right? Is like, oh, yeah, yeah. There's just always more. Like there's the stuff oh, yeah. that we're looking at and then there's just more and more and more underneath. So I, I have narrowed mine down to four, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is, you know, three more than what I'm supposed to have narrowed it down to by now. But uh, I, I want to walk through this process uh, out loud with you just because I, I want to take you on, a, on the journey of, of where I am. I'll try to be a neutral observer. Okay. So. I'm pretty sure you've looked at this one on the spreadsheet. Um, I put no more heroes there and you have said you've not played that game, right? I have not. I, uh, I vaguely remember that game, but I have not played it. So no more heroes is a really, really wildly strange game. Uh, it's made by grasshopper manufacturer, um, which is, a you know, basically, um, uh, it's, 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 um, I'm trying to think of it's Suda Suda 51. Um, so Goichi Suda, who's kind of like an auteur game maker, basically like, um, a lot of people really got into his stuff when he made killer seven. I've actually never played killer seven. Um, he had all this hype after killer seven and that's what got me into no more heroes because when the Nintendo Wii came out, there weren't a lot of like M for mature games. Um, and I got into no more heroes because I, I, you know, everyone was talking about Suda 51. It was rated M for mature. And, and I really dug it. They recently put out an updated version of No More Heroes uh, that's out on Switch. Um, and I picked it up because I remember really liking No More Heroes. I've actually never played the second one. So that's one. I think that could make an interesting experience. Um, I don't think. Have you ever played the game Fury? Uh, no, that is another one that sounds familiar. Okay, so Fury um, came out in 2016, and I feel like a lot of people slept on this one, and and largely the reason um, that this one rose to the top for me is that um, uh, I know that you are a fan of Synthwave, um, oh, sure, yeah, and, yeah. and the soundtrack for this game is, is incredible. Um, in fact, Carpenter Brute um, did some of the stuff for, um, uh, for the soundtrack. Um, so that jumped top of mind because I was like, I haven't played it and I don't think you've played it. So that might be interesting for, for both of us to try. Um, then what else do I have here? I've got, uh, then I've got a pair of games um, uh, by basically the, the same developer. So um, and I don't know if you've played how many of these games you've played at all, but uh, Remedy Entertainment, have you played any of their catalog? Come mm, a few bars. Okay, so Max Payne is what put him on the map. Oh, okay. Um, and then um, Alan Wake was was a pretty big one. For, uh, that was like 2010 Xbox 360. Mm -hmm. uh, the premise of that one was uh, you played a, a horror novelist who's like reality, like basically all of his books were becoming real. So basically, you know, very Stephen King esque. Um, but the two games that I have not played from them are, I mean, at first I wanted to play Control because I was looking for an excuse to play Control because I really, really want to play that game. That's pretty recent. I think it was last year um, that that one came out. And then I realized, oh, wait, the game that they made before Control, I never played either. And I think it's on Game Pass. It's called Quantum Break. 
Um, so control or quantum break or fury or no more heroes. And now I have to decide on one of those. Um, and I'm having a really hard time deciding. <laughs> um, part of me just wants to play control because I really, really, really want to play control. Um, but the idea of playing no more heroes, uh, is really intriguing to me too. So I got to sit here and figure out. Both of those games, I uh, well, one of those games I have played and one of those games I haven't. So No More Heroes I've played, but it was like a long time ago. Um, and then Control I've played basically just a couple of chapters. Um, and then I set it aside because I was like, hmm, maybe I want to stream this. So I think I am going to decide to play Control. Let's play Control. Cool. So... Um, do you know anything no. about control at all? I do not. Uh, the the way that I described at least the the beginning like essence of it is like if you were to take uh, have you ever, have you ever read Neil Gaiman's American Gods? Uh, I know the plot of it. Okay, so um, basically the the part of American Gods where it's like there's places of power, objects of power, um, you know, out of American mythology essentially. Um, if you combine that with like X files, essentially, um, you sort of have the flavor that is control, um, you know, supernatural steeped in some quasi mythological sort of things mixed with a government agency that's, that's overseeing all of it. Um, which for me, you know, uh, I'll sign me up. Like I, I eat that stuff up with, with a spoon. Um, so let's do it. Let's play control. Um, so that means. I think I can get this podcast out pretty quick. So that means the next time you hear this, if you're uh, quick to the chase, I'll probably be playing that on Twitch for a while. I'll be streaming that live at uh, twitch.tv slash it's Bernsey. Um, Paul, you and I both will play this. We'll compare notes. And then when we're done, we'll come back and we'll talk about control next time right here on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, I think that's it. I think we've accomplished everything. We did some baseball. Yeah. Now we're going to cover the supernatural. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, you can find our website, which is missingsavefile.com. Um, on there, we have links to uh, our podcast in your podcatcher of choice. We also have links to our social media. Um, feel free to reach out to us and uh, let us know what you think. Uh, if you have some suggestions on things we should play, you're always free to mention those in the Twitch chat uh, where, I, where I stream these games live Tuesday nights, Thursday nights, uh, 8 p.m. Central, twitch.tv slash it's Bernsey. So until next time, I'm Bernsey. And I'm Paul. And uh, I got to upgrade my robot arm if I have a hope to <laughs> make it into the majors uh, this time around. Super Baseball 2049. God, somebody please saying. make that. Please. All right, we'll see you next time.